You've seen Raiders, Star Wars, Aliens, and Close Encounters. But you are about to experience a totally new dimension in entertainment. Forged from the wealth of kings, source of the magical powers of good and evil, unleashed in the hands of a madman. Now, five daring heroes defy the odds in a deadly quest to capture the greatest prize of them all. Go for it. Treasure of the Four Crowns. It's the Cannon Cruisers. I'm JD. And I'm Randy, and we're back for another exciting season of the Cannon Cruisers. Keep cruising that Cannon catalog. We have gone back and found stuff that we haven't watched yet. We've gone for the rewind, for lack of a better term. It's not a rewind. We're just we just found stuff that we we finally got a hold of stuff we haven't watched yet. Yes, so we rewind and went back to the beginning and we decided to watch Treasure of the Four Crowns, which is a 3D movie. By the same team who did another movie called Coming, Coming at you, which was a Western movie, I believe. It's and a spiritual successor to the 1981 film Coming at You, directed by the same team. Yeah, that, it is a Spanish-Italian joint. Yeah, that one wasn't a canon movie, but this one was. I'm pretty sure they sought them out specifically because that was a surprise hit. So this movie was when did this come out? 1983. So yeah, it was pretty early. The In movie. January 21st. So literally. The day that we're recording this. Sorry. No, no. I lied. Like two days before we're recording this. <laughs> it's, it's around that time. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So this movie was, uh, at this point, over 40 years. Damn, almost 40 years old. That's that's a long time. No. Ago. No. It's, it's, it's 38. Because if it was 40, it means it would be over 40. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. 38 years old and this movie is awful. <laughs> well, <laughs> we might as well just get into what the movie actually is first, other than it being a 3D movie. It's it's a 3D movie, and it's bad. Well, what is it about, Randy? I don't know. I stopped paying attention <laughs> halfway through the movie. I know there's a scene with a giant boulder that's on fire. There's some snakes that pop out at the screen, and every once in a while... It's yeah. basically... Uh, Inve- he- Raiders of the Lost Ark meets a heist movie. Yeah, it's basically those two things mashed together with the low budget and that usual canon stuff of... Okay, you know what? There's not... Like I said, I'm not... The budget, there was no issues with the low budget. It's like, it was fine. We've we've seen lower budgeted canon movies that were better. No, but it is lower budget. That's You have to mention that. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. You, you want to talk about low budget, J.D.? You want to talk about low budget? This one had a budget of $100 and a candy cane. That's all this movie had. <laughs> yeah, the movie is about a guy named Stryker who's, a, <clears throat> I guess, some sort of a treasure hunter. J.D., J.D. Who they hired to get a bunch of... His name of... is J.T. Stryker. Come on, at least get that right. <laughs> Which they... It's a movie called War Bus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm just looking at the information and that just popped up. Sorry. But, uh, yeah, the movie is about the guy called Stryker who went, who is a, some sort of a treasure hunter who gets hired by guys to infiltrate a cult and find the four crowns, which will has some sort of power, though. I guess we don't know what it is yet. And we don't find out. It's the freaking Holy Grail from... from... From well, anything. We'll get to that when we get to that. But yeah, it, it's basically just that. And they hire him. So he has to get a team together. So he gets a team who is basically just the usual heist team you expect from those sorts of movies. You have a clown, a trapeze artist, and a jerk. I don't I don't know. I really don't have any... 
the first 20 minutes of the movie is just them vamping for the camera yeah. with poor, where you can see his poor 3D popping out and the lead actor well, not saying a single thing and everyone's going, ah! We're going to have to mention the fact that we watched it in 2D with a pretty bad transfer, so we can't really This is the that. Shout Factory 4-pack with things like Shake Hands with the Devil and two other yeah, movies that I don't we know. We can't really go for, like, because the transfer was actually pretty bad. You can see all kinds of markings and stains. And you can see even fuzzes around the edges, which is clearly they just took the 3D version and pressed it to a disc instead of using an actual 2D version. So it's really hard to look at just visually. So it's hard to, to even when we're talking like low budget, it's hard to even gauge how well that's supposed to look because of the what we're looking at, basically. Oh, yeah, I, I really can't find... Um... For what? Any budget information on this movie, so it's like it might have been a hundred bucks in a candy cane for all in it. It's Canon films, so it's <laughs> remember that era of uh, Canon films where it was a crapshoot of whether or not the movie was gonna be bad or this just really one, bad. Well, this was also before the Ninja Explosion too, which was the thing that really propelled them to popularity. Speaking about explosions, that explosion near the end was pretty neat. Yes, it was actually. <laughs> though when well, I guess we'll get to that when we get to that. Yeah, so like I said, just the general impression is just, just exactly what we just said it was. Did you know that his face becomes half deformed like that of Two-Face? I don't even know why that's a I, trivia thing. I, 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 yeah, this movie is not great. Uh, mm. So uh, what were your thoughts on this movie other than that it was that it we probably should have been able to watch it in some way in 3D and that it wasn't that great? Uh, well, I don't really like the transfer of it. The problem... Oh, God, that transfer is bad. The, problem, the problem, main problem with the movie is, is that it's just slow and... I was actually kind of intrigued in the first five minutes because I was thinking to myself, if this was the whole movie of a guy just infiltrating a place in, with no dialogue, and that's like the whole movie with him just getting to this thing, I think that would have been for a more interesting Would you film. say this would have been better if this was basically just Dragon's Lair? That sort of thing. Like we're watching a Blu-ray disc version of the Dragon's Lair game where it's being played on its own and we're just seeing him going, yeah, like if it was just that sort of thing where he's just doing that the whole movie and we're just like following along, I think it would have actually played better. I think the addition of the... A story? Not even so much a story, but just like, let's smash in heist elements. Let's smash in uh, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark with the heist elements. No, that was... The Raiders of the Lost Ark was fine to be derivative of it. It's like, yeah, it wasn't with as bad. the heist element. It, but yeah, it's a movie just kind of... Like, it sucks too, and or blows. Like, it would have been better if it was just, like, straightforward. It sure would have been derivative, but it would have been more fun, I think. With that, that stuff kind of held it back. It's like, it could have been a better Alan Quartermain. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Instead, it ends up being a worse Alan Quartermain. Hmm, for the most part. Yeah. I feel like I'm shedding on this movie continuously, but it, well, I, this, I haven't lost interest in a canon film this fast in a long time well that's also because of like i said the transfer was really really bad too jd i i, I still was interested in life force when we watched it in the top left side of the screen <laughs> because we were watching a sketchy stream and they were trying not to get taken down mm -hmm. it doesn't matter like the budget the transfer no it's it's just the story wasn't very good the acting wasn't very no. good nothing about the movie was very good the 3d elements that if we saw them in 3d mm -hmm. it was just like oh hey here's a a uh, arrow flying at the screen three times in a row yeah there's th there's stuff like that. I mean, it was pretty. Uh, if you've ever seen a 3D movie, especially from the that period, there's always be things where they pop towards the screen. It's obvious what they're doing. I mean, there's even a Friday the 13th movie randomly in there. Yeah, that's 3D. That's, they do that. That's that's Friday the 13th Part Three. It uses the same uh, one as this one. Mm. That's one of my issues with 3D. So uh, so Treasure of the Crow Crowns was heralded as using SuperVision and WonderVision, which it doesn't, but it was actually used the film, was shot in Mark's 3D Pix Converter, which was used on Friday the 13th Part 3. Mm. 
Well, like I said, the one thing I'm not going to complain about the movie are, like I said, the effects and the way they're set off. They're done. Well like I said, a hundred bucks the budget. It's like it's they're done. It's well okay for it's what they good. are, and I bet if we saw them in, when in not like crap vision that we saw them in, it probably would have turned out better. But as it is, um, they're fine for what they are. And um, I'd actually like to say, oh, I might as well just do the highlights right away and get it over with. Like I said, I enjoyed the beginning of the movie, and I actually enjoyed the very end when they did the stunt stuff. Because, like I said, if it was just getting to the meat of, yeah, this is uh, an adventure movie with these weird traps, and that's what we're going to show you. And There's literally in this movie, and this is a high point of it, about... 20 minutes of this movie that might actually be okay. Yes. That first... is a high point of the movie is that there's 20 minutes in here. Yes. The first... Cumulatively in an eight hour film that's actually only <laughs> well, 97 minutes. I said, it's the beginning of the movie and it's the end of the movie. As I said, if it was literally just that, the whole movie, just doing that, it would have been much more enjoyable. Which is, like I said, the weak point of the movie, which you just talked about. I think I'll go watch Space Ace later on YouTube and just watch <laughs> a complete playthrough of that one. But like for for the strength of the movie, I actually did like that, and like I said, I just wish there was more of it instead of so much stuff where they're just talking. And now it's a heist movie. Now we have to get a team together, which is like not interesting. And from what I'm reading, is we weren't even seeing everything in the movie because we only saw the four by three, so we weren't seeing all the three D because they haven't didn't have the proper sixteen by nine transfer, so we're not seeing all the effects going into it. Just this pan and scan middle road. It wasn't a, it wasn't a very good transfer. Either. Negative is that it wasn't a very good transfer on top of not being a very good movie. Yeah, there's that too. Like I said, it didn't have a lot to, to help it. Let's put it that way. So like uh, I said, we might as well just uh, get into it because there's there's not really a whole lot to talk about the movie. As I said, we already described what it's about. We already described what it... There's nothing much to this movie. It should not have been 97 minutes and felt like eight hours. No, and like I said, it would have been benefited from being simpler. Like, maybe Friday the 13th is not the greatest thing in the world, but it's just a slasher. The so sun was there, still you know out. The sun was still out when we started watching this movie. <clears throat> um, yes, we're in the middle of winter, and the sun does go down fast, but mm -hmm. we started watching this movie at 2, and it's currently after 5. <laughs> Something like that. But, it's, it's like, it's ridiculous. And we didn't pause. It just feels like this movie went on forever. But like I said, when we're talking about a movie like Friday the 13th, you can say whatever you want about it, but... You go to a movie that's Friday the 13th is in 3D. You know what you're going to see in 3D, and it does that. So does it, the PG rating for this movie hurt it? Like, would it have been better if it was a PG-13 film? I or an R film like most other 3D movies? I don't know. I think if you would have had, like, the parts, like, with the traps and the deaths in 3D, like, they had them in the movie, but that was the whole movie. It might have gotten people more shaken up in 3D because of that. You know what I mean? But because it's, like, so sparingly used, it negatively affects it. If this would have been like what it's advertised on the poster, the title, if that was the whole movie, like I said, the first 15 minutes and the end of the movie, if that was the whole movie, I think it would have been uh, done much better. It would have been a better film overall. As it is, it's just boring, really. Incredibly boring. And for that, um, I'll, I'll give it a, a 2 out of 5. I know what Randy's going to give it, but I'm going to give it a 2 out of 5 because, like I said, I really like the effects. I like the beginning and the end, but the rest of it, no. This is a 1. I, can't, I, I hate this movie. I cannot recommend it for anybody. This movie was just bad. It's I really good. did not think it was great. It's not a good movie. I, I, I don't even think, like I said, I would. I don't ever want to watch this again. Though Maybe I would consider watching it with the commentary track just to hear what people have to say on it as a pop cultural artifact and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like the effects of 3D for the time period. Because that's interesting, but the movie itself is just not. No, there's definitely going to, obviously, two better 3D films to watch. Like We haven't even seen the one before this, but I'm going to guarantee that's probably a better one than this. Uh, I would honestly have rather watched the Apple. 
today. Like that's like that's how bad this movie was. <laughs> well, we'll see about. Or actually, let me rephrase that. That's how unfeeling I am feeling about this movie, and how well, boring this movie was. We'll see about the apple because um, we might be, uh, you know, giving that one another uh, look around. We'll see when we get. Uh, well, well, this 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 season is going to be. Uh, like I said, it's a bit different because we're going to be going a bit all over the place with this. Oh, let me put it this way. I'm looking at other movies that I I just got recently that we haven't had. Like, I don't know, The Naked Cage and The Naked Face and The Naked Woman and The Naked Body. And, <laughs> tough Guys and, Don't Dance. Tough Guys Don't Dance. There's a whole bunch of stuff like that. Like, we have we missed a lot of stuff that we wanted to cover. And, and then as we're doing it, suddenly they're getting all re-released yeah. suddenly. And then we're like, oh, we got to buy this. we got to buy that. we got to get this. we got to get that. When we started Cannon Cruisers, a lot of this stuff was very hard to find. And it wasn't even much easier as we went along. But then all of a sudden... Within like the last two, maybe three years. No, I want to say within the last year and a half, suddenly a lot of this all stuff of sudden, became available again. All of a sudden, there's re-releases all over the place. And now we have a means to actually find the films we couldn't find before. So now we have a lot more stuff to watch. Uh, this is only the first one, but we've got a lot more to come. Like I said, we still have the naked face, the naked cage, yeah. tough guys don't dance. It's going to be an interesting season. I don't exactly know where we're going with it yet, but... Uh, Undercover, uh, the Warriors of Young High, or whatever the hell you call it. Yeah, the graduates of Malibu High. There's a whole bunch of stuff. So, uh, we don't have anything else to say on this one, so I might as well just wrap it up. Uh, we'll see you next time when we continue our cruise to the Canon Catalog, everybody. Goodbye. And good night. <laughs> We're Canon Films, and we're Dynamite. Treasure of the Four Crowns. modern adventure, Treasure of the Four Crows, in Supervision 3D, coming soon, from Canon Releasing, to blast you out of your seats.